Thank you for listening to the Quest of Stone and Stars, brought to you by Puppets Coffee, our lovely intro track by Zachary Kreitler. And Standards and Practices sent me a memo after last episode that I should refrain from mocking the mouse and that I need to give a disclaimer that no Ed Sheerans were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> so with that Not said, yet. hey, if Ed Sheeran wants to sit down and play a game with us, I will gladly watch my dice fail to kill him. Sounds good. I'll play with anybody. I, I'm, I'm not shy. But neither here nor there. Last session, you managed to take out the ghost bear. A couple of members of the gang walked off after telling her that she was always too weak to lead. And now you're surrounded by carnage. Hmm. What, what are you guys going to do? Are you still taking turns? No. no Combat's over. Okay. Well, Neska is going to go look down the hallway to see if she can see, still see them. Buzz is just going to acquire ammo for his rifle. Ooh. And then... Um, <clears throat> is it just used with the regular batteries that yes. she has in her pockets? Yep. I believe I am proficient in light armor. Everyone's proficient in light armor. You'll need to make <clears throat> an engineering check to get it to fit to you, or have somebody fit it to you, but yes, you can get that armor. It'd take about ten minutes, and you've got somebody in your party who happens to have an engineering toolkit with them. I can get that this is very true. If you want. Like, you're talking about me, right? <laughs> uh, both you and Buzz are engineers. Oh, okay. Well, then Buzz is closer. Uh, Nesca is, is preoccupied with fixing Try Me right now. She, she, that's why she wanted to check down the hallway that they were gone, because she wanted to protect her precious little drone. I'm not going to say the other D oh. word. Right. Standards and practices will come down on us again. Yeah, we don't want that. Nope. What else does she have on her? Anything good? Well, if you take a look, compliance she, ray. she's got a flash compliance ray, broken sap, radiation sweeper, she does not have an extrusion rifle on her. I don't know why that keeps saying that she does. A personal comm unit that you guys can rekey if you'd like. So she still has the rifle on her, too. So she didn't have two by chance. No, she did not have two. I don't know why it keeps showing that she has it on her and keep zeroing it out. Uh, I'll take some of this stuff and see if we can make use of it. And I do believe that Roka picked up the graphite carbon skin light armor and a charge cloak. There we go. I, I did. I have a question. I have an answer. Um, do I have to roll anything to fix Try Me? To repair your drone, I'm sure you have to do something, and that'll be done. I mean, I felt like that. <laughs> Be nice if you, you guys read your characters or remembered them. Ever. Well, that requires bringing up the book and actually reading through it on how to fix a drone. And my character might do that, but I don't. And we don't do that here. Right. So no. Roka, do you want me to adjust that yes, for you? Please. Ten minutes to fit the yes, armor. Please. And you pass. Alright, give me just a minute. <laughs> Excuse me. Yep. Everyone's so dying. That cracked hidden door that you all saw earlier. Don't know if you forgot about that from last week. Nope. <laughs> well, you're, you're busy. Yep, that door. Oh, wrong button. There we go. I'm going. Speaking of things from last week, didn't the bear say something? Like, did anyone hear that? I mean, in my defense, things, so. I was very angry at that moment. That's fair. To Buzz here, because wasn't Buzz, Buzz the one that finished her off? Yeah, Buzz was really, really mad because uh, he kept missing. So. Oh, okay. So he was distracted too. So no one listened Buzz, to the bear's Buzz didn't give dying words. That she was the good guy or bad guy didn't matter to me. Okay. She was fucking with the pizza guy. Good bear, bad bear. He was the bear with the gun. Dead the, bear. The overall story, 
I could tell you, but I'm not gonna. Share my story. I will do a bit more research on drone repair. I think it's just an engineering check to repair an object. That's what I was thinking. But I will we will figure that out down the line when we take up time. No, what you find in the chest? Um, Money. Monies. Money is nice. And if you want to split that currency four ways, boo, all you have to do is click that little button. I did the thing. Ooh, get that. Yay! UPBs in there, too. Ooh. Big. What are UPBs? Uh, Universal polymer something or another. They're basically, you could use them to... They're, they're another form of credit. Okay, gotcha. But they're also, like, raw materials to build things, so you can use them as raw materials to build things. Okay. I'm trying to find the book for Starfire. Okay, there it is. I'm going to see if I can find the droid thing while everyone else is finishing their stuff. Because I'm going to try to be a good player. There's a weapon fusion thing called Merciful in here. I think we were quite merciful. We put her out of her misery. Mm-hmm. So, like, it makes the weapons less ouchy. Ooh, that sounds nice. I mean, doesn't hurt to grab it, except for, unfortunately, you're tiny, so you probably can't. Were we bad guys? No. Okay. Mm, spell gems. J-I-M-S. Gems. What other words would you like me to spell? Well, no. Once per day. used four spells. Once a day, a mechanic can take 10 minutes to repair their drone, which recovers 10% of their hit point maximum. Additionally, any time a mechanic takes a 10-minute rest and spends a resolve point to recover stamina, you can also choose to repair your drone as part of that same period. Um, well, I can't repair my stamina because it's already full, and I can't, rep- I can't repair my actual health points. No, but you can, between spending a resolve, taking 10 minutes, and then doing the once per day, you can get try me back up to full. Okay, so yeah, then I'll do Spending 20 minutes to work on your drone, not a problem. Okay. Well, isn't 10% only like one per 10 minutes? One point, hit point? Um, we're just hand-waving it at this point. Okay. So Roka picked up... I mean, up, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> who picked up the spell gems? What do those spell gems do, Boo? Let me look again. I was reading it. I swear. It just, I didn't retain it, apparently. Does Boo cast spells? Boo is a witch worker. Yeah. Wait, can I use these then? Yeah. Okay. The spell this damn is... question made me doubt myself for a second. The spell uh... is on the witch worker spell list, so those are able to be used by you. Um, Do I need to read the whole spell gem thing? No. Just right up there at the top, it tells you what the spell is. They're magic missile spell gems. <coughs> and then, Roka, what'd you pick up? The Wild Wise. What's Wild Wise do? The Wild Wise is a soft purple fungus that uh, would attach itself to my vocal cords and allow me to communicate with animals and magical beasts with an intelligence score of one or two. I'm going to say, since I am most likely the one with the highest diplomacy, this should probably go to me. Probably. Sounds legit. I know it sure as heck should not go to Nesquit. I don't think I have, or she has very good diplomacy. <laughs> I think Nesquit's conversations with small animals would be like, food? Yes, you are food. <laughs> yeah, I have literally no charisma buff at all. I have like a plus zero. So definitely 100% should not go to Nesquit. Nesquit will probably threaten to eat the animals. There's a couple other things in that um chest uh, gravitational harness and the merciful spell ge- or uh weapon focus um fusion fusion is what those are called i'll take the fusion and dissect it later see what it's all about you can make any weapon lethal or non-lethal with a swift action is basically what it is copy but I have to attach it to just one weapon yes. for that perk. Yes. Mm. And 
And with the gang defeated, you guys make your way through Absalom Station, heading to... Do you remember the name of the ship that you were told to go see? Nope. Let me see if I wrote it down. I've been taking notes. What? Oh, oh my gosh. That's unheard of. Granted, they're in character notes, so they may not be useful. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) And you have played the the game a drunk a time or two, so... Once. I thought that was a requirement. I mean, it helps me. I don't remember the name of the ship. But I'm old and on lots of medications. I can't drink as often as I would like. Wait, you like drinking? I just do. Madrigal's Renovation. Yes, Madrigal's Revelation. But as you're going, if you want to stop Wait, is it, it Revelation? Yes, Revelation. I, I heard Renovation. <laughs> I heard <laughs> Renovation. <laughs> it is Madrigal's Revelation, as in. I'm leaving it in my notes like that, though, because that is probably a very boo thing to have heard Renovation. Yeah, it that's is what a I'm very saying. boo thing. Um, now, if you guys have anything you want to sell on your way out of the station, merchandise yeah. is available. You just gotta go drag your items to them, I believe is how that works. I believe so. Oh, is that the, like, random person in the middle of the screen? Yes, the droid with the... Uh, Elizabethan collar? I'm sorry, an android with an Elizabethan collar and some sort of cybernetic monocle. Monocle. Okay, I'm like, well, it looks like I have some. What's the shock pad? I don't. I can't use the shock pads, can I? Uh, I don't have an armor upgrade slot. uh, It's not. Um, We sell to them. It's not. It should. Correct. Let me. Whoops. Go to the merchant settings. Oh wait. Okay, you go to sell items and then you click on the items you want to sell. Ah, there we go. Oh, I figured something out. Okay, that's nice to know. Anyway. Um, and you guys should receive 10% of those credits. I don't remember what things I wanted to sell. Um, I'm guessing rebooter armor is one of them. Or is that what I have equipped? How do I the tell? Rebooter armor is what's equipped. You oh, have... okay. So the EJ overall is what is my crappy one that I can sell. So just drag the item over to him? No, so double-click on him. Okay. Then oh, at okay. the top it has sell items. When you click on that, it opens up your inventory in his bar. I like how his mustache goes around his head and plugs into his head. Right. That's um, beautiful. Love Merchant, it. Anyway. That hmm? art for Merchant Maguma. I was very happy to snag that. I like it. All right, anyway, so my uh, nest kit is going to sell this. And I don't remember anything about... uh, It didn't go. Did I do it wrong? Did you click on the sell button? Yeah. And then I just drag and drop it, right? No, it should go automatically as soon as you click on sell. It's been working for me. What's wrong with you? Wait. Oh, you press it. Okay, you press it on his screen, not on my player thing. Okay, all right, that makes sense. These riveting technical difficulties are brought to you by Foundry, where (laughs) if you were watching this, you would also not be enthrilled. So while they're selling stuff, I'll take this moment to say that we do have a Patreon. If you want to throw us a couple of bucks to help make this better, we can't get much worse, but we could always improve. So head on over. Um, Go to knightsofthesmithdinnertable.com. Find it through there. Also, big shout out to Poppet's Coffee, who currently awaiting some tea from Poppet's Coffee to be delivered to me by my lovely partner, as she was nice enough to ask me if I wanted tea for a moment there. So, coffee, tea, whatever you want, it's all good. Um, I just tried the apple cider Rubios tea. I know I'm probably mispronouncing that, but it's Rubios. Whatever. I live in Ohio. Where I can mispronounce whatever I want until Ohioans start calling Rushi, Ohio, Russia, and Versailles, Ohio, Versailles. I am allowed to mispronounce anything I damn well please. That's fair. But how is it actually said? Roybus. Roybus. 
Sounds much less enticing. I'm yeah. Right? I mean, I used to mispronounce it, and then I took actually a tea mixing class, and they fi- they they corrected they me. Fixed you. A tea mixing. They fixed class. me. That sounds yeah fascinating. So it was fun. Got their, got their junk sold. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember what things out of my inventory I wanted to sell. Wow. Uh, the plasma claw. Let me see. Small arms. I can use that, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I can use. I know I can use the uh, semi-automatic pistol. I can use the decoupler bruiser. Yes. What about the shock pad? Um, believe your armor might have a slot for it if you want to. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, I don't think I ever really followed up on that. You're also a bit overburdened. Looks like. Am I? And a little bit. Oh, oh yeah, because it's past that little red mark on my inventory, isn't it? Yep. But that's okay. Oh, I think I have an, uh, it has a check mark next to it, so I think I have an equip. Never mind. Probably. Uh, I don't really have anything to sell. I thought I had, I had stuff to sell, but I really only have my old, like, uh, suit from but whenever I good. changed. I tried wow. to pack around a bunch of stuff, but, uh, I quickly yeah. became over encumbered. You tried to yeah. pack rat and realized you're just a tiny little hamster. That's unfortunate. Um, let me see if he has anything. Is there anything that he has that try me can use? Let me see. Uh, he did not have anything for sale, but you do have the entire market open to you, and we could do that off air. Oh, if you want to look and pick at something up at a later date for try me. That sounds good because he needs a better weapon that doesn't have like a cone. That's Maybe that fine. might help his his calibrations. It might. Just a little but bit. After a, a brief stop to shill your wares and to shill our sponsors, you make it to Madrigal's Revelation. And Professor V is there, readying the ship, anxious to be off. Oh, good, you're here. You're finally here. Give me up the rolls on the ship as you see fit. I have the coordinates here. And I will be getting ready for the next shunt. Shunt? Yes. Was that the thing we did? Did you get hit on the head? She did. A couple times. Then yes, yes, that is the primary purpose. I take it the triple Gs are no longer going to be an issue? No. Hopefully not. They won't be any longer unbearable. <laughs> and he just kind of looks at you. Yes, they were quite tedious. No, their leader was a bear. Really? Yeah. The one who always came to collect was uh, was the, the one they called Geist. Not the one they called Phantasm. Those were the ones who always threatened me. Hmm. But they've been taken care of. They have. Excellent. Well, I will be in my quarters figuring out my calculations. And with that, you guys now have access in the PCs tab to a ship. Ooh. Cool. Madrigal's Revelation is a tier two explorer class. Comes with a pulse green power core, M6 thrusters, Mark II armor, basic shields of 30, Mark I mononode computer, defenses, some good cruise quarters, and a basic drift engine. There's also a medical bay. That's where Professor V is going to be um, set up, getting that equipment set. A cargo hold, conference and meeting rooms, and escape pods. Fancy. Also notice it has a complement of weapons, a light laser cannon, a mining laser, a gyro laser, and the turret has a slow burn missile launcher. Ooh. And now, here's the important part. Who's going to be captain of this crew? Well, I know that I didn't understand half of what you said. However, Neskit probably did. And she's, you know, a mechanic. So, I mean, she might know. Maybe. She should be the ship's engineer. Yeah, the ship's engineer. Okay, someone else be captain. I'm fine with flying it. That's the second most important part, the pilot. Now, 
Any role can switch mid-flight, except pilot and captain have to agree to, they have to step down, and somebody has to fill those roles. I don't want to be captain. You don't want to be Captain Boo? No. It's too much responsibility for me. I'll do it. Thank you. Okay. I'll do whatever else you want me to do. I don't mind being a gunner. or. Roka is captain. Buzz as pilot, Nesket going to be the engineer, and Boo going to be our gunner. Which, having somebody with diplomacy as captain, is not a bad idea. I don't think I'm very good at that. It's probably a good idea. I started a bar fight. That's true. You you did indeed start a bar fight. Nesket has literally no diplomacy, so she also really shouldn't be in the captain's role regardless. If you look at the actions tab, you will see a list of the actions that you'll be able to do if and when combat breaks out. On the ship? Yep. (laughs) Where's the actions tab? Under Madrigal's Revelation, you pull up that character sheet. I can get my own room. Ships. Mm -hmm. Hold on, I'm not... Do that again. Click the little actors tab. Oh, actors tab. Gotcha. Oh, and cool. The ship has a character sheet. That's pretty it fancy. It's almost like it's a living being. And does Trimy want to be also be a gutter? Yeah. Hopefully his his calibrations have been fixed. So we got Boo and Trimy in the gunner, or Boo can jump rolls at any point. But now we need to plot our first ever piloting check piloting check launch the ship <clears throat> so uh, don't get used to these controls you are still getting used to the controls it's okay though you made it it was a whole 11 for those uh, listening at home it, it was indeed a whole 11 but you're on Absalom Station. It's very easy space to get around. It is so easy a child could do it. And you honestly see a small kid flying circles around you as you try to get out of the... So we're not recreating that one scene in Galaxy Quest when they take the ship out of the space station. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> if you had rolled a nine, you'd have had a Galaxy Quest. It's scraping moment. the side of the ship against the... Oh my god, I love that movie. (laughs) I honestly feel like this game, as serious as I wanted it to be on the Starfinder side, has become Galaxy Quest. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I mean, you shouldn't have expected much better with with, uh, us involved. (laughs) I gave you a hamster with ADHD. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. I rather like these characters. I just hate my (laughs) voice. Your dice kind of suck ass. Man. All right, give me another piloting check for entering the drift. That's a 12, so 18 total. As you plug in the coordinates, it is to an asteroid in the Diaspora. And it's only going to take one day to get there. Traveling within system, typically a 1d6. So you guys got them on the high end of it. Captain, I have the course plot. He'll raise his left uppermost arm, point it straight ahead and say, engage. Number one, take a number two. And And away we go. You enter the drift for the first time. A swirling, pulsating mass where you see bits of the material plane Bits of other planes that are people have drifted out of just scattered throughout. And it is disconcerting for the first time because you just feel out of touch with reality for a little bit. You could almost swear you see a bunch of small insectoid creatures crawling over the floating corpse of some large space giant something. And then it's gone. Is it a space whale? It could have been. You weren't certain. It's not something you'd ever seen before. 
Oh, that's unfortunate. I was excited for a minute, but now I don't know. Yeah. Don't ever be excited. It's okay. That's depressing. Someone just, oh, it's like someone just disappeared. James like just dropped off the player list for a minute. I was refreshing. I gotcha. Way to kill the the mood. I know. It was like, it was getting so exciting and and then James ruined it. I actually was talking to you. Oh, (laughs) you're welcome. Nobody would have known James was refreshing if you hadn't interrupted my carefully crafted monologue about drift travel and how it well it was very you. distracting because i just saw like a flash of names in the corner it's okay, it's okay. I, mean, I like you know in real life i'm very adhd but you know i'm supposed to act together for my character but within a day everyone's healed up their stamina's back we'll get all that taken care of before the next time as you come into port you get parked and docked, and you cut out, Mike. Did we lose him? Okay, I heard okay. him. No, I'm here. I heard him too. Cut out on my end. Well, that was just your fault then. But Professor V comes out and says, "Ah, perfect timing. We can begin the shunt. Get set up, and let's get you back to the past." Samurai Jack. Do do do. <laughs> I was going to make the sound effect. Oh, okay. Try to remember the mission this time. I know it's hard because you're piggybacking an ancient consciousness of questionable mental acuity, but think, why is Galarian gone when you go under? And maybe you could carry that into your subject. We thought maybe Torag was the key, but that first one didn't really work out too well. It was just some some god guy. So now we're going to try to figure out, why is Galarian gone? Why is Galarian gone? Say it with me. Why is Galarian gone? Yes. Why is Galarian gone? Why is Galarian gone? Yes, exactly. I don't know. Figure that out. Think that as we go. And with that, he sets you into the things. He's chanting, why is Galarian gone? Why is Galarian gone? And that's the last thing you hear is... Everything goes dark. And we'll pause here. Ooh, that means I hit the pause on the record button, right? Yes. All right, here we go. And why is Galarian gone to shit? Catapesh. Here we are, the home of that insipid drug pesh. Mm. The sun, shining bright, waves are lapping against the ship. As you see, Captain Liffer Eason who has spent the better part of this journey from Corvosa, where you all boarded, going on about the various evils of every port he stopped at, even while making gold with every transaction. Katapesh has drawn most of his ire, though. A decadent haven of vices and lawlessness disguises mercantilism. But the coin still spins, keeps us fed, and my wife happy with me gone. And he always ends every complaining session like that with kissing a lock of her hair he keeps in a pouch around her neck. Looks at you all. I don't know why you picked this forsaken place to make port, but if you change your mind, we'll be here for three days for shipping back off to Absalom. Any further south is even worse. Wizards, gadgets, undead hordes. Now you men don't get into any pesh dens, or else I'll leave you here. And as he... I'm sorry, go ahead. Battled. And as... He leaves you to go get reacquainted with land. A flurry of memories of the trip washes over you. Haven, insisting that he gets further south at every port. Amaril, enjoying the freedom and openness once again being at sea. Cooley, hard at work mastering new concoctions to aid you all and hopefully debilitate your enemies. And Walter, a spring in his step that faded after his friend wasn't in town and saw this. But he did leave a message that the next portal call was Katapesh. And it feels like this trip was just a whirlwind within each of your heads. Like, you're not quite certain where the time went, but just the monotony of being on a ship day-to-day kind of feeds into that. But here you are, level two. So why don't we explain to everybody what's new for you? Amaril? Yeah. What'd you get at level two? 
When did I get it level two? That is a great question. <laughs> you got. I got. Um, I got some more cantrips. What was I'm like having a complete mind wipe now that you've asked me. <laughs> you uh, started what getting really into crystals. Yeah, that's right. As you picked up the crystal healing skill feat and the crystal keeper dedication, and before you people at home say bike. Crystal Keeper Dedication is a level four feat. He's letting me do it because it's fun. I'm letting her do it because it's fun, and it's not really that game-breaking, because how many things do crystal damage that you're mm -hmm. aware of at level two? And Haven, what's level two look like for you? Haven um, took his second level and picked up the Medic archetype, uh, the Medic Dedication. And with that, he also got the healing hands feat, which means he now rolls he now rolls d10s instead of d8s whenever he casts heal, as well as the battle medicine feat, so he can quickly heal people on the fly. And of as course, if... new spells, or more spells per day, I should say. Right, because as a cleric, you get access to all of them. Yep. Right. Walter Fenswick, Professor, I'm sorry, Professor Walter Fenswick, what, what was your uh, level two looking like? Uh, so he spent some time on the boat uh, refreshing his memory on some languages that he once knew and hadn't looked at in a while. Uh, so I took linguist as my dedication um, and picked up a few languages. And then class feet, I took trap finder. Um, for the investigator purposes. Um, and then my skill feat, uh, I learned from a few guys on the ship, uh, the art of tattooing. So I took tattoo artist, um, and am able to craft some, uh, useful tattoos for the group if they are so inclined to. Let me uh, perform some art on their skin. And we'll figure out who you might have tattooed within that time frame at a later date. Because I had to create all of those fucking tattoos. Paizo, come on. Give me some level two stuff. You put the feet at level two, but you put all of the tattoos at level three plus. What the hell? Yeah, level I leveled three. right and I'm still getting punished. What are you talking about? I, I'm the one who got punished. Yeah, but I have to listen to you, bitch, and that's a punishment. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. And Thule, what's uh, oh. level two look like for you? So Thule started dabbling into some poisons, um, including playing with her her uh, new blow dart that she has been working on. Um. So she got the settled delivery um, feat and then um, acquired like four new poisons, um, including two more formulas um, where she's been working on her new elixir for comprehending um, new languages and such. And also an antidote in case she accidentally hits one of her friends with her blow dart. Yeah. So, you know, safety first. Safety first, definitely. Safety third. Now. With those languages you picked up, Walter, over the course of the time on that ship, you were able to translate that book between you remembering those languages, Thule helping with the comprehension elixir, Amaryl studying it over with her crystals. You now have a treatise in on skeleton minions, what I've come to find it as. A unique lovely. item. This tome, uh, written in Necril by Grand Vizier Lauren Lemmy, was a detailed is a detailed treatise on the various types of creatures that make for good skeletal minions versus what creatures should be held to make smarter undead. At the very back, there is an instruction on how to create basic skeletons, i.e., the create undead skeletons ritual. There is no price on this book because it is a priceless item. I'm sure you could find a buyer, but that would take some role-playing. Can any of us make skeleton minions? Huh? Can any of us actually do that ritual? 
rituals are not required to be a certain class. You just have to have the correct skills. So the Create Undead Ritual and Pathfinder 2E, first you need the material cost, and then um, you need somebody who has expert in arcana, occultism, or religion as the primary. And then your secondary checks, you need one secondary caster who also needs religion. And that's it. So anybody can create undead. Which explains how they had so many undead animals at that um, sepulcher of the sisters that you fought through. Because they were sitting there practicing. Yeah, so there is some intrigue in this book. Um, I'll have to investigate it a bit further to to see if it is useful to us or just a relic for some apothecary. As a learned man, having your own personal library of fun things is never a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you are here in Catapesh, having successfully saved Doglin. You made it back to town as these memories come flooding back almost like you'd forgotten them. And the clan asked you what was next. Haven said, I need to go south. You all didn't have anything else to do. Figured you guys work well together, might as well go with them. Walter, you knew your friend lived in Sothis, so you were thinking to actually meet them in person on their place rather than her coming to visit you. And Yes, it would be nice. Here you are in one of the largest metropolises in the world. So... The Hammerstone clan did give you a mission. You have a small crate of mithril that you are to deliver to a broker here in Katapesh. And that is... Notes, notes, notes. Yargreer Orjaw. And... What? His name is Yargreer Orjaw. That sounds fun to say. You should say it like five times. No. That's how you a, get. I was mostly it one more time because of my note. Yargreer, so Y A R G R E A R. Okay. Or jaw, as in a jaw made of ore. Yeah, because, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Because so they, dwarves. Yep. Yep. Because that's the trope with dwarves. But yeah, random generated that first name, added Orjaw at the last one. Did not realize that I would have to actually say it out loud more than once. <laughs> because reading it is perfectly fine. Ooh, that is a mouthful. Note to self. Say NPC names out loud before committing to them. True story. That's probably a good, good rule. <laughs> or rule. Don't live, live chaotically. Or I probably won't. I forget things all the time. Like how to play these games. Right? It happens. But, they paid for your passage to uh, what they said, a place where adventure awaits. Told you that there'd be some sort of payment for delivering this. And left you one final blessing of do good works. And you have a gangplank onto the docks of Catapesh. Ah, it'll be nice to set feet on, on land once again. This has been a, what a trip. Just totally properly understand what this place is like this time. <laughs> that is a great <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is Catapesh. This is if you can't buy it here, you can't buy it anywhere. Gotcha. Okay. Just wanted to make sure since she's had misinformation in the past. You know what they say about Catapesh? And then Walter will just keep walking. No. What do they say about Catapesh? What do they say? Nothing good, if I recall correctly. I mean, there's Grey Garden ships out there trying to stop the slave trade. There's a Slaver's Bay here. It's not necessarily the best place in the world, um, but it's getting better. But as you walk off the gangplank, there are barkers, vendors right there at the gangplank, calling out all sorts of things. The first one you come across is a jeweler. Is your lover unhappy at the time you spend at sea? Buy them something shiny to show you care. <laughs> Another one barking out. Don't go to the brothel or back to the ship looking shabby. Get fresh clothes here. A rope maker. For work or play, you can never have enough rope. 
Someone's selling small animals. Don't have friends? You can buy one from me. And lastly, just right there off of the ship, a lantern maker. Light your nights and stay safe. Each of them holding out some sort of wares. They are clickable merchants, if you would like to Ooh. look at what they have. Ooh. Tell I me anything that catches that your eye. token or character to represent you. Yeah, I was just about to say I got the same error. What? You have to have your token selected before you can buy something. <sighs> oh. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Then you got to move up to them. Oh. Why is it not letting me select my token? There we go. I don't know. Um, Refresh. Hold on. The problem. There we go. Okay. I think I got it. Nope. It's still saying could not find a token or character to represent you even though I selected it. I'm going to refresh. Apparently, uh, Foundry doesn't like me today. Clearly not. There we go. Now I got it selected. Okay. No, it, I selected my character and it's still giving me the same error. Hmm. Let me drag a new version of you out there. See if you can select that one. Wait, where? He's dropping a new version of you on the map. I did. Can you select that one? Let me see. Uh, oh, I did, it. but it won't let me select both at the same time. Or it won't let me click on both at the same so time. You, you don't need... Just have your character selected. Hold on. And then all you have to do is double, double click. click on them. There you go. Okay. It was for some reason it was still not like I think I was on the wrong option on the thing. Like it didn't have it where I could select the token. Okay, now I can look at their wares. Yay. We're good. Anything jumping out at anybody? Oh. Um, while we're shopping, I have the bag of sweets. Today's offering is fudge truffle. So I will be offering my companion some fudge truffle from my candy bag. Wouldn't that kill a cat? Does it work on cat folk? Like, can cat folk have I, chocolate? I don't know. It's a magical I, world where dragons have hordes of treasure. But I'm going to say that no, Thule cannot have a fudge truffle because fuck you, that's why. Well, I mean, in general, cats fuck you too. Not eat chocolate either. Yes, well, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, you're a veterinarian, Danny. So I'm yeah. like, okay. As a, should my cat folk character <laughs> Should your make believe anthropomorphic animal avoid chocolate? This is the major problem no. I have with Bluey as a cartoon sometimes because they'll talk about like the dogs getting dog things when they're sick, but then the dogs can eat things that make dogs sick. So, like, you just need consistency. Well, if Bluey allows the dogs to eat things that get them sick, damn it, cat folk can have chocolate. That's the final ruling. The dogs eat chocolate ice cream and grapes. Those kill dogs. Yeah, I was All about right. to say, especially, PSA, like, the chocolate and the grapes. Don't use Bluey for veterinary advice. Consult an actual <laughs> veterinarian. Please. It is a very cute show, though, if you have toddlers. I'm so glad my kids are outside of that stage. I see Haven bought some oil from the Lantern Maker. Mm -hmm. And there are markets upon markets at Catapash. But this is these are just the, the guys getting the sailors for essentials before they leave or as they come into port. Because you never know when you're going to need rope. Can Cooley get a pet cat? Absolutely, Thule can get a pet cat. Thule has the money for a pet cat. <laughs> Thule can get a pet cat. I just want a cat with a pet cat. All right. <clears throat> so after I picked up my wares, um, I'm going to ask around for uh, see if anybody knows where we can find Mr. Orjaw. <laughs> and I got a 16 total on the society check. They tell you that, yes, he's in the lower city. Uh, just a little bit deeper in, and you guys are actually in the lower city. If you want to zoom out, you can see the scope of the map of Catapesh. It's a pretty big town. It, it, just a little bit. But yeah, you get vague directions that you want to go this way. That being north by northwest. North by northwest. And Amarel is spending all of her money at the, the ship vendors. Two things. I'm not spending all of it. Uh, Tuli, did you buy yourself your cat? I'm still debating. I mean, they're only nine copper. Cats are cheap. I mean, 
I know. I was like thinking of getting a songbird for a snack later, but unfortunately, they're very expensive. They're they're five silver. My bird. I mean, if you want an even more exotic treat, you could eat a hummingbird. They won't fill you up, but they'll taste flighty on the way down. <laughs> I mean, they're one gold, though. That's a lot. Yes, as are two cans. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, well, they're they're at least a mouth like a more of a mouthful than a hummingbird is. I mean, cats are so cheap that I wonder why cats are so cheap. I mean, it's kind of concerning. Tuli's going to rescue one of the cats. Fuck it, I'm going to buy a cat. She's going to look at one of them, and one of them just reminds her of her if she had fur, and she's like, I got to get it. She's going to buy a fucking cat. cat? They did not have a sphinx, no. Okay. Do they have one that has, like, similar markings, like the the black and the white splotches? The one that catches your eye is a Russian blue. Okay. Well, she's going to buy the Russian blue cat, then. As I pulled up a random cat breed generator and that's what came up okay well she got a russian blue then they're very pretty cats and you know what his name is going to be what bluey in honor of our conversation prior oh yeah all right so you got blow me the cat bluey and i think it's i think it's good consistency you got try me and blow me i think that's a <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I said bluey. Yep. Y'all twisted yep. my words. That's the past tense version of blow me bluey. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, I'm done with you guys. <laughs> As well you should be. Because beyond the initial flurry of mercantilism that you get when you get off the ship, just people overwhelmingly screaming for you to buy their wares, which you did. The entire city of Katapesh looms before you as a sprawling metropolis of several districts. And as Haven's discovered in the bazaar, you're looking for chewed metalworks. And now you're there. Whoosh. Wow, it's it that took no time at all. I'm just I, looking I, for an NPC with like a question mark above his head. That's how games usually work. That that'll happen. Question, is the cat supposed to be in my inventory, or it, where is it supposed to be at? Did you buy the cat? I bought the cat. Are you sure you bought the cat? I'm pretty sure I bought the cat. Let me see. No, you did not buy the cat. I pressed the buy button! Apparently you did not. So, let me drag you back down to the cat merchant. I thought I did it right! <laughs> How dare you? I thought maybe it was going to be one of those, like, um, like the gag in the old cartoons where there's a string on the thing and they yank it back when you walk away. I will <laughs> fix your inventory to have the cat. I've Thank taken your money from you. Okay. And since I had to create all of those animals into Foundry <laughs> to use them for this, I could just drag one into your inventory. Yay! You should not have 13 of them. You are not a crazy cat lady, cat lady. Yet. Yet. I'm going to raise my cat army. Humans will never know what hit them. Start killing one cat per episode now. I mean, you've given me more targets in combat. I'm just saying. No, don't don't hit Bluey. Watch out for area of effect spells. Um, You did this to yourself. No. Does that mean that my cat gets on the comet tracker? No. Then how does the cat hit get hit? Because you're going to have it on you, and if you get hit by something with an area of effect, guess what? Oh, god damn it! You have a songbird! <laughs> I do have a songbird. I'm sorry for the outburst. In but a little my cage. are losing their goddamn you, minds, and the ones that claw the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that cat to calm its shit. I heard Songbird and it just it just lost its shit. So they were wrestling and Ezra like I don't know what he was trying to jump up on the couch, but my dice tray was there and it spooked him. So then he like clawed down my leg. Ow! Well, that'll. I just have to. Yeah, I just have to deal with my cats grooming each other and then immediately biting each other and then running around and chasing each other because the other one bit that one. It's like having toddlers. Well, no. Now that this. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> derailing the game there with. <laughs> it's okay. 
Cat Talk happens. But thank you for listening to Cat Talk with Dr. Danny and Cece. <laughs> and welcome. we'll find out what Yargur or Jaw, I said it good that time. You did. Good job. Has to say to you all next episode. No. No. Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> welcome back to Pathfinder 2E. Now my dice are going to roll better. I mean, huh. they might. They can't get worse. True. You just said that, didn't you? Uh, did you, you see how many ones that. I rolled last week? You Every couldn't roll nothing no but... Well, now you're just going to roll nothing but ones. Congratulations. I you did it to yourself. Lying. That's fine. Not if you roll a foundry dice. <laughs> I'm not above lying. But, speaking of which, it is time for me to lie this episode to rest. And with that... Arrivederci, my friends. Thanks once again for listening, everybody. Uh, make sure to check out our socials, our Patreon, and our webpage. And if you love good coffee, head over to poppetscoffee.com and order you some. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Quest of the Stone and Stars actual play podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated. Used under Paizo's community use policy. Paizo.com slash community use. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Quest of the Stone and Stars is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. The bumper music was created by Zach Kreitler. All other music, ambience, and sound effects created by Monument Studios. Knights of the Smith Dinner Table, Quest of the Stone and Stars, and all associated logos are property of Knightsmith Games, LLC.